0: This is episode 121 of Bella in Your Business. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to know, are you burnt out trying to hire employees? Or maybe you want to hire employees, but you're just terrified of that boogeyman that does not exist in the closet. Well, this episode is sponsored by my free three-part webinar series, Jump and Scale Your Business. And I would love to see you there. It's a must-have attend if you want staff, you want to grow, you feel like you're held hostage, or you have to high turnover. Signing up is as easy as going to jumpconsulting.net forward slash scale. That's jumpconsulting.net forward slash scale. Welcome to Bella in Your Business, where Bella will discuss anything and everything about your pet sitting business to help you land on target. So get ready, Bella's got your shoot. Let's jump! Welcome to Bella in Your Business. My name is Bella Vasta, and today I've got a very exciting guest for you. Her name is Mia Voss, and she is an experienced junkie, and she wants to take us along with her, and boy, does she. Uh, she's been building an online audience for years, enticing them with engaging interviews on every topic imaginable. Honestly, this is truly a person that like you can't stump her. There's no topic that's off the table. Mia has been a producer, a host, and a guest of more than 300 online episodes, and has interviewed over 500 people. Good Lord yeah. woman. Mia combines a business model of adventure experience and storytelling and with each day she brings out the best in each experience, shows her audience who they need to know and where they need to be and what brands are for them. So I'm really excited about this Mia because I know you as like a person and we met in Lima, Ohio as we mm-hmm. shared a stage. and I just love you as a person, but to be truthfully honest, I just
1: know that you're incredible online, but I don't really exactly know what you do. So break oh. it down for us. <laughs> that's a tall order. And thanks for having me on. I like it when you're up in my business, and that's. Well, what I you-
0: know you're a gal that can take it, and <laughs> you'll be uh, joining us all in two weeks here in Arizona on our girls retreat.
1: Yes, we're calling it the Seven Queens Retreat, which sure. speaking of working with brands and so forth, I am going to be driving a shiny new Toyota Sequoia and seeing how many of these queens exactly I can fit into that car. With or without our tiaras. Uh, yeah, now that's another one. That might be for the luggage compartment. I'm just kidding. I have to take a few of those off. But, you know, segueing into that, that's exactly what I do is I actually represent women over 40. I am 50 plus, but I represent women over 40. Women make 85% of the buying decisions, whether it's their money or not. And that's overall buying decisions. Yeah. And that is something that I'm finding that a lot of brands aren't paying attention to. That's literally leaving money on the table and then leaving a huge amount of the population feeling alienated about their voice. Yeah, I like that. So how I do that is I as a travel writer, I work with different brands. I just came back from a three week trip with Colette travel and they do guided travel. so they knew that I'd be able to represent who they're looking for at their target audience and then take people along with me. It's all about storytelling for me, Bella. So as you know, every business that you talk to, everybody has a pain point or a story behind what they do or the business that they've created. So kind of sewing those all together. So getting people's stories out there as I travel and then also representing brands. It's a fine balance and I just made it up and kind of created it as I went along and started working with brands. I love it how you designed
0: what you wanted to do and went after it. I mean, that's a powerful statistic about buying power in women. And yeah, this trip that you just went on, it was to Italy. It was three weeks long. And we've had people on the show before talking about storytelling, but I think people always stop themselves and they say, I'm not a storyteller. I'm a dog walker. I'm a pet sitter. And they don't realize that. The one thing that storytelling helps with, Mia, right, is like not having to be that sleazy salesperson. Because if you're just telling stories all day long, people are really attracted to you and interested in you. So give us an example of how you use the storytelling
1: when you were just recently in Italy. Sure. I mean, what was great is I stayed in a lot of different locations. So we went, we pretty much traveled from Rome all the way up to Lake Como and Milan and that whole way. Yeah. The first thing about being a traveler is, you know, the first rule of thumb I made up was I never make any requests about what I want to eat. I eat and drink exactly what they tell me to in that region. And especially because you think about if that's, I mean, Italy, they're, they're one of the first farm to table groups. You know what I mean? They, they made it up. That's where it came from. Right. So when you think about the grapes that are grown in that region, the food that's grown in that, the cattle that's raised in that, the cheese that's made with the cattle, like that all is this wonderful literal ecosystem. So that's a story in and of itself. Probably one of the most fun ones is I went to a agricultural high school. And uh, that was part of the tour. And they had this little couple, Giuseppe and Juliet, his wife, right? And they'd been making Parmesan cheese in Parma for 40 years. And they worked, they taught at this agricultural high school. I mean, like, first of all, couldn't understand a word they said they had to get translated. (laughs) But it was just delightful, like their story of why they're still teaching, why they're still every day getting up. And, you know, we got to watch that process. So, you know, that shares that story with other people.
0: That is so cool. That's so cool. And where else have this travel taken you and, and how did you overcome these doubts in your head? Like, I can't do Uh, this or how can I manifest this life that I want? Cause I know you're big on that.
1: I am. That's why we're friends. We like the woo woo. Woo woo combined with business acumen. I mean, you cannot go wrong with that. And then you combine that with, you know, using your inner voice and in your gut and trusting your judgment on that. It really helps a lot. You know, for me, it was a very slow burn because I had been doing all these shows on Google Plus back in the day. So I was hosting this show and I get to speak to all these different people. And then I got the inspiration did I thought, I really want to go to Italy for my 50th. Birthday. I thought that was a mm-hmm. big thing. And I kind of got this um, you know, how you get these inspirations in the shower? You know, oh, everybody yeah. has their place where it's the yeah. quiet spot. And I literally got kind of the message from my set of higher powers of like, instead of trying to figure out how I can make more money just to go, uh-huh. I thought, how can I use what I do already? to go and showcase them. So I started calling up a lot of these hotels and resorts and saying, Hey, you know, this is who I represent. I want to come there and do a story on you. And kind of just made that up and ended up, you know, through, talk about relationships, spending three weeks in Italy in 2015, just traveling around and and sharing, you know, who I was. And then they get so excited because I was so excited. And then I was doing interviews. And so that, that was also a leap of faith as well. And then I just kept going.
0: Let's transition a little over to consistency. Because you have a lot of that in your life, your regular wine show with your iguana on on Fridays. (laughs) Can you tell our audience about that, how that came about and what that does for you, your business, your brand?
1: Yes. Yes. It's called Drinking with the Dragon, which I just was giggling when you even said it. So because I love live streaming and I love storytelling, but I do find that right now some of the third-party apps that you can schedule live streaming for can be a little bit difficult. I decided to just make it fun. Uh and I have this bearded dragon that I rescued about two years ago from a friend of mine. It used to be Brian's, right? It was, it was Brian and Courtney Kramer's dragon. I went to see them in San Jose and they said, you know what? Our kid just left for college. We don't know what to do with this thing. I said, here, you get me a case and if I can get her on the plane i 'm taking her back to Denver. and back then she was a her she was a her back then i 'm still reading literally from that i 'll tell you that here in a second because you know I got the call when I was in Rome that that, yeah. that she was a he, and uh, you know this is, I still was i said what so and it literally i mean and you, your audience out there knows that storytelling through pets is amazing. And I story tell through my rescue Frenchie, Gidget, and she's at, you can follow her, Gidget the Frenchie on Instagram. And you just get to Animals can't tell their story, so it's so fun to do that through yeah. social media. But then what I get to do with that show as well. And listen, it's literally me just getting on my personal profile and opening a bottle of bubbles with my lizard on my shoulder and talking about the events of the week or talking about businesses I love. So I segue this goofy, goofy demeanor yeah. into also getting to share what I get excited about with you Not know. imagine having- when
0: people see you with a lizard on your shoulder on their Facebook feed, it's like, say what? Like, let's stop the. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) roll. You know, and the consistency of it too, is I feel like builds a lot of trust in you and your brand because you know that you're going to show up not to mention from a personal development standpoint, not like you need it. But I'm thinking about our listeners, like just getting on live and just being Mm. able to like flow and talk and articulate and tell stories. You get that opportunity to just practice, practice, practice. And eventually you just become so comfortable with it that it just really starts benefiting your company.
1: It does. And then the more you practice it too, and, and you know, I still do this, even like I did it even at, when I was in Italy and said, you know, drinking without the dragon, but then <laughs> yeah. we talk about the dragon and then bun the cat's over here and he sort of shows up with the dragon a lot too because he likes it and Gidget the Frenchie and they all are the same color scheme. It's very interesting how <laughs> you know, I somehow manage that. But that's a perfect way to put it because for your listeners out there, it's dropping the perfection. And that's what I had to do with the drinking with the dragon was just say, okay, it's not going to look perfect. I'm not worried about it. And perfection is the killer of creativity, as you know. But the more I do that now, what's nice is that I segue in with the show on Friday, but then I use Instagram stories to stay consistent as well and then upload that. And then maybe I'll add in the cars that I represent and just a constant flow of storytelling of this is what my life's about, Mm -hmm. but then promoting, but you're right, consistency is so key. And I have had friends that have done some some really, really great ideas, then they stop and I go, oh man, I was really looking forward to that from you.
0: Yeah. And in our business, it's so easy. I mean, it could be, uh, I was talking with Brian Fanzel a few episodes ago and he was saying, you know, you define the consistency, So for consistency for you, it's once a week. It might be consistent for someone else just once a month Mm -hmm. or once a day or Mm -hmm. not once an hour, but that could be if you're crazy enough, right? Right. So it's really truly up to you. It's just start something and keep doing it. Like Mm -hmm. keep doing it. People will show up and people will look forward to that and it will become a lot of fruitful content for you. It does. Um, can you tell me more about, because I'm just interested. I'm just going to talk like it's Get just it. you and me, you know? So yes, guys, girl. we're all along for the ride right now. I want to talk about two things. One, I want to talk about these cars that you just mentioned and how you got involved with that and how that plays a role in your business. And then I want to talk about self-doubt as a woman and all the things that we go through. So those Absolutely. are totally opposite ends, but that's what I love about you is that you're so diverse that we could really go there. And you guys, this is a podcast today really just for your soul as a woman and as a business
1: owner, you know? So Mia... One yes, day. I am. <laughs> on. And guess what? I'm going to be able to loot those two together for you. So good day. Yeah, you're like, yes, winning. <laughs> the car thing started about four years ago. So a lot of these car companies, what they do is they have a fleet that they allot out to different companies, PR companies, and just different distribution channels. And what they do is they save those out or they parcel those out to media writers, to either car writers or lifestyle writers. And so about four years ago, I started doing this, gosh, almost five. And what they do is the car company will give you a car for a week Uh And then they want you to just talk about your experience. So I wanted to make it way beyond just the traditional horsepower (laughs) In 1970 ford made the different motor, but it was like No, that's not me. Like I does it work. How does it work? Does it look good? Does it feel good? Does it how to how did? you know, what's your safety factor? and you know, it's kind of morphed into more of the female voice because I will say from a self-doubt perspective, I really didn't want it to be just sort of this vagina monologues thing of like, I'm only talking about, yeah. female. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> that's the way I put it. Because I, my business is unisex. Even though I represent women, my audience is 50-50 male, female. So I grappled a little bit with the voice on that for a while. And then in the last probably two years, I've really, really honed that down to including it in the storytelling. Mm -hmm. For instance, when I come and see you ladies, I reached out to them and said, hey, I'm going to be with a group of really, really neat friends and and some influencers and and all women. And I would like for them to experience this and talk about the car. Mm -hmm. So that's how I've looped that into it. It's more of a line item for me, marketing line item that I use. I mean, it's definitely work to document it and uh, to write about it. Sometimes I do videos, but you know, again, I've really, really come to the realization, I guess, that women are, like I said, in the last year or two, that we are so underserved and not recognized just from simply knowing. In fact, I, I met this guy last week at Denver Startup Week and he said, I said something about women making 85% of the buying decisions. He's like, nah, try a hundred at my house. He said, <laughs> well, let me tell you something. He said, For my real. wife is... For real. Yes? He said my wife is really ticked about a certain car and a certain make or model of the car that no longer makes this little rack inside the trunk that you can hang your groceries from mm-hmm. and she comes home she says case in point she opens the trunk <laughs> groceries everywhere <laughs> so it's the really practical things like that so so that's you how know, I live
0: As you're saying this right I don't know if this is rude to just butt in and say this but sounds- we should film a video of all of us in the Sequoia Mm-hmm. And one of us at a time coming out to the camera and like Bachelorette style. Hi, I'm Bella from Scottsdale and I run a consulting company that does this. <laughs> nice to see you. <laughs> and guess oh, what? No. And, and you we know all you come do. out and-
1: Yes, you were so audited. You guys, you're going to see this coming up because what's interesting too is we all represent something different. I'm a 53 year old woman with no kids that yeah. travels a lot, but my boyfriend has kids. And then I also do a lot of volunteering that re- requires schlepping around a lot of things. Yeah. You are your age with a young daughter. We've yeah. got, oh my God, we've had we every got demographic. People. It's amazing.
0: <laughs> I, I think it's idea. like going to be like the Care Bear stare. Like we all are like, we all have the different powers coming from us. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we can that one later. I'm so excited. No, you guys good. are going to see a lot of content out there coming from this weekend. And here's the good thing about it too. And I'll be
1: really honest and upfront The segue into the self-doubt thing. Yeah. So I've had some struggles with getting the attention of some brands and some of the car companies to say, hey, share my things out or they have certain events and they only invite a bunch of old white guys. And I'm mm-hmm. like, people, come on. Like, And and then some of them are these really fun things that are adventurous. And I'm like, do you think that women, do you think when you hit a certain age, you just stop having fun? Because I drive a motorcycle, I drive stick shift. I want to get my happy self out there and have some fun. And so I've I've had a couple of battles with them to say, and and it gave me some self-doubt of like, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. And then finally I've been like, well, forget that FTS, as I like to say, you can use those letters for what you want. (laughs) And I kind of come out stronger in the last month or two and said, I really, really want to put a face to this. So when I found out that we were getting the car for our trip, I was very, very excited to say, Hey, we're here. We're not going anywhere. We're going to be even louder about what it is that we want. And that we want you to listen to our voice.
0: Yeah. So that's awesome. So you asked a brand for what you wanted. I did. What, a, what a novel idea. Now, <laughs> Mia, have you been told no a bunch of times too? No. Just in life, like in general. <laughs> in life, oh yes. Yeah, yes, like not yes, necessarily yes. with the car, but how do you uh, deal, as an entrepreneur, how have you dealt with it when you've been told no about something? What, what does that do for you? Does that excite you? Does it motivate you? Does it depress you? Does it...
1: Depends on why it's no. Yeah. And how it's done. Sometimes mm-hmm. the know just by simply not getting an answer is very frustrating. And I don't know anyone that isn't like, could you just tell me yeah. if you like it or not? I, I really right. want to know because when you do get a no. And so that's what I'm going to encourage people out there as well is do have the hard conversations of why you wouldn't want to do business with someone within reason, within a safety standpoint, of course, but just because then you, people can know how they want to do business with you later on or how you want to have business done. Like, no, I don't want to do this because you came to me too soon. No, yeah. I don't want to do this. And so I have had no told to me, but maybe I didn't give them enough time or yeah. they've already planned out their budget for the year So yeah. there's a plethora of reasons. The hardest no is when they're just not that into you But again, the just not that into you can help you so much. Do you guys remember the sex in the city?
0: Yes. Yes Groundbreaking
1: yes, yes. like then stop worrying about why it is just go find the people that that are into you 100% yeah, so what's
0: in the future for me of us?
1: Coming to you. I'm doing a keynote. As you know, Bella and I jumped on the stage together this year. And if you are watching, you can see Bella and I have matching bobbleheads. I don't know if hers is there. I'm um, bringing mine, not near me, but yes, I'm bringing mine to Arizona, by the way did you you just feel like you made it after you got like your own bobblehead? I dropped the mic. I got nothing. (laughs) How can I tap this when I have my own bobblehead? I should start taking it with me. Lots of speaking engagements though this year. And uh, then I'm actually planning out 2019. I just went to a big conference called TBEX and met up with people from Ireland, Korea, Sri Lanka, Czech Republic, and I'm speaking to them about bringing my presence out there. So stay tuned for what's coming up that is so exciting. That'd be fun.
0: Any uh, final words or motivation or rah-rah for our audience that you have to offer either as a pet mom or as yeah. a um, kick-ass
1: business owner? Definitely. Everybody has a story. So think about what's unique about your brand. Even if it's the exact same, you're selling the exact same thing. You do the exact same thing. You have something unique about it. It's snowflake kind of thing. And I know that's, it's cliched for a reason, but especially with pets. And I know from being in Colorado, my boyfriend has a CBD oil company. We care about our pets. We will out budget just to make sure our pets are taken care of. So absolutely. For sure.
0: Mia Voss, thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Bella in Your Business. You guys, if you liked this, please go ahead and subscribe, leave a comment, or your biggest takeaway wherever you found this. Mia and I would love to know what stood out to you on this episode. And I want to remind everybody, whenever life gets tough, remember to always keep jumping. Thanks for jumping with Bella in your business. For more information, free articles, free coaching sessions, and more, go to jumpconsulting.net. And remember, Bella's got your shoot.